Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We are a church. We are a house of prayer. We are prayer cells in over 25 nations of the earth. Four churches, eight houses of prayer, almost 250 prayer hubs as of the time of this recording. Join the movement. If you're an intercessor, if you're a prophet, a prophetic person, a spiritual warrior, a watchman, I want to connect with you. I want to hear from you. Come on over. My church is in South Florida, Awakening House of Prayer, Fort Lauderdale. Come on over, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. We're here for you. I'd love to meet you in person. I would love to pray for you. I would love to let you uh, into our secret place. Come on. I'd love to let you into our secret place, our sanctuary, where the Spirit of God is brooding over the people, changing hearts, lives, salvations, deliverances, healings. He's moving at Awakening House of Prayer. Come on over, Davie, Florida, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. You can watch the first service online at, at uh, www.ahop.online. You can watch the first service online at www.ahop.online. You can even become a web church member and have more access to me. You can be part of my virtual life group, which is most Tuesday nights, not every, but three times a week at least, every month. Three times a, a month, rather. Three times a week. Wow, that would be a lot. My virtual life group, you can have your private prayer request line and that pastoral counseling feature with the web church. Amen. Awakening Prayer Hubs. We just are seeing so much growth on Awakening Prayer Hubs. Philippines times two signed up yesterday. We already had one in the Philippines. Now we've got two in the Philippines. Germany, Spain, all signing on Trinidad recently. We are a prayer movement pressing for awakening. I want to invite you to be part of the solution in your city. I've seen intercessors growing weary and, oh my goodness, God forbid, I've seen intercessors actually complaining about what's going on in the earth. And we need to take our prayer requests, our complaints, and turn them into prayer requests. That's what Jeremiah did. That's what Daniel did. They saw what was wrong and they set their heart to make it right through prayer to a sovereign God who is good. Amen. 
I want you to go over there and find a hub and join it. If you can't find a hub in your city, pray about launching one, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Amen. Get in it. Ignite Network. I want you to go see the brand new webpage. Now we're still working on the interior pages. But that whole page for Ignite gives you a much better understanding of what's really going on in the network, in the family, in the tribe, in the company of prophetic voices. IgniteNow.org. I'm not going to say a lot more about that, but it is my prophetic family. These are the prophetic people that I connect with on a daily and weekly basis. Learning, growing, pushing, pressing, judging prophecies, interpreting dreams, warfaring. You can get in on that. You've got an invitation. It's called type in your browser, ignitenow.org. Go see that new homepage. Wait till you see the interior pages and wait to see what's going on inside the exclusive private community group. That's where the action is, ignitenow.org. Amen. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies. That was my drum roll. Did I come on all right on the audio? <laughs> Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is entitled, wait for it. You're going to like it. Come on, prophetic people. Tell me what it is. All right, I'll just tell you. You will plunder the enemy's camp. You, you will do it. You will plunder the enemy's camp. How do you like that? You will plunder the enemy's camp. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I will lead you into the enemy's camp to take back what was stolen at the Kairos time. Don't rush against the enemy with fleshly anger. Wait on me to lead you into triumphant battle. Like David at Ziklag. Ask me, shall I go up? I will empower you to plunder the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from you and even more so. But wait on me, says God. I gave an opportune, I have an opportune time in mind for this spiritual warfare campaign. Wait on me, says the Lord. Come on, that's a good word. 1 Samuel 30, verse 26. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6 are the scripture references for today. Now catch this, the prayer starter and the decree. Everybody focused on me. Everybody focused on me. You don't want to miss this. Now is not the time for chit-chat amongst yourself. Now is not the time to advertise your ministry. Now is the time to focus on me so that everybody can be on one accord. You got me? Watch. Watch. Father, empower me to plunder the enemy's camp after the disappointment of grave losses. Teach me to encourage myself in the Lord like David did. I decree the wealth of the riches has been stored up for me, the righteous. I declare the plunder I take back from the enemy's camp is so great that I have to sow into the lives of many in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you. We thank you. We adore you. There is no other God like you. No other God who we can call king. You are the king of Israel, and you are the king of our hearts. You are the king of this world, the universe, the nations, our city. You are the prince. Although principalities and powers rage in the nations, you are the prince. You are the prince. You are the prince. You are the prince of peace. 
Jehovah Shalom. You are our God, and we bow to you this morning. We will not allow ourselves to be distracted from your purposes, from your plans, from your will, from your calling for our lives. No longer will we allow ourselves to be distracted by enemy interference. No longer will we allow ourselves to be distracted by wagging tongues, by whisperers and mutterers and chirpers, as Isaiah called them. No longer will we be uh, uh, led forth by carnal desires and evil spirits, vain imaginations, but we will be led forth by your spirit. That is our proclamation. That is our dedication. That is our confession. We love you, God. You are a good, good father. There is no other God like you. No other God who is mighty to save. No other God who is mighty to deliver. No other God who is mighty to intervene in our natural circumstances with a miracle at just the right time. You're never late. You're always with us. Your power manifests at just the right time. When we call out to you, you hear us. When we press into you, you welcome us. When we seek you out, we find you. When we ask anything according to your will, you do it. When we knock on your door, you open it. You are just that good. That is the God that we serve. The everywhere, all the time, marvelous, overwhelmingly good, good Father. And we praise you this morning. We thank you. We exalt you as king of our hearts. We exalt you as prince of our cities. No longer will we complain about the principalities and the powers, but we will give praise to the prince. We will give praise to the prince. Come on, somebody give praise to the prince this morning. Jesus is the prince of peace. We thank you, Lord. We speak your shalom into our souls. I speak your shalom into the souls of everybody listening to the sound of my voice. I speak your power into the lives of everybody listening to the sound of my voice, your healing virtue, I speak it and release it into the bodies of everyone listening to the sound of my voice, your delivering power, that you're breaking bondage, destroying, anointing, I release it into the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice, your hope, your hope. Your hope, your hope. I release hope. I release hope. I release hope for a better today. Hope for a brighter future. Hope for the latter times. I release hope over this broadcast today. I thank you, Lord, that you are a God of hope. You're not a God of confusion. You're not a God of strife. You're not a God of discouragement. You're not a God of overwhelm. But you are a God of hope. And you are a God of peace. And you are a God of joy. You're not a God of contention. You're not a God of fear. You're not a God of loneliness. You are the God who is with us, Emmanuel. You are the God who leads us and guides us into all truth. You're not a man that you should lie. You're not the son of man that you should repent. You are the God of truth. Oh, there's the father of lies, and there's the father of truth. There's the father of lies, and there's the father of truth. There's the father of lies, and there's the father of truth. Who's your daddy? Oh, Jesus, the world follows the father of lies. That's their father. That's their father. They don't know the heavenly father, but you do. So why? Why, God, would you help us to stop following the wrong father? To stop following the wrong shepherd? Jesus, help us to stop following the wrong father. 
We want to see heaven on earth in our lives. We want to see heaven manifested in our midst. We want to see heaven's best blessings. We want to see what heaven has to offer, what heaven has in store, what heaven has in mind for our lives. So help us to follow our heavenly Father. We can't see heaven's best in our lives when we're following the Father lies. We can't see heaven's best for our lives when we're following the Father of lies. We can't see heaven's best for our lives when we're following the father of lies. We can't see the, the best for our lives when we're following the father of lies. So help us, Lord, to follow your spirit of truth. Help us, God, to follow your spirit of grace. Help us, Lord, to follow your good, good spirit, your spirit of peace. Oh, Jesus, we can't follow the Father of lies and expect to see good fruit in our lives. We can't follow the Father of lies and expect to see good fruit in our lives. We can't follow the Father of lies and expect to see good fruit in our lives. Help us, Lord, to follow the right Father. Help us, Lord, to know you so intimately, to know you so deeply, to know you so completely that we will not be fooled by a false father. Help us, Lord. We don't want to be fooled. We don't want to be bamboozled. We don't want to be hoodwinked. We don't want to be deceived by the voice of a father of lies. By the voice of another father, by the voice of a father who hates us, the voice of a father that steals, kills, and destroys. Come on. Satan is called the father of lies. He is a father. Jesus told the Pharisees, you follow your father, and it ain't Abraham. The father of lies. Jesus, I wish you could just get this so deeply. Help us, Lord, to know you. To know your voice, to know your ways, to know your will without falter, without fail, without double-mindedness. Help us to know who you are, to become so intimacy, intimate with your heaven, heaven's, heaven's father, that we would not fall for the father of lies. For the father of lies puts out traps and snares, says the Lord. The father of lies whispers in a still small voice, just as I do, says the Lord. The father of lies is very subtle. He's very crafty, says the Lord. The father of lies is creeping around, looking for a way into your mind, says the Lord. So fill your mind with my thoughts, says your heavenly father. Fill your mind with images of me and my beauty, says the Lord. Look upon me and wait upon me. Seek me and you will find me, says the Lord. Don't seek things. I've got the things taken care of, says the Lord. Seek my face and not just my hand. Seek my heart and not just the things, the needs, those issues of your life. I've already got them taken care of, says the Lord. I know what you need before you even ask it, says the Lord. But the father of lies is watching over you, waiting for an opportunity to deceive you, says the Lord. And he is very good at what he does. He's expert at his ministry, says the Lord. But I am the greater one, says God. So don't allow the lesser one to lead you. 
I am the greater one, says the Lord. So do not allow the lesser one to get in your head and get in your heart and lead you and guide you in a direction I'm not ordained for you, says the Lord. I am the father of truth. I am the father of miracles. I am the father of healing. I am creator God, and I will create for you whatever you need in the moment, says the Lord. You do not have to follow the world's way. You do not have to follow the father of lies. You don't have to act like him to get what you want, but act like me, and you'll have what you need, says the Lord. And I will give you the desires of your heart. And I will fulfill the dreams that I've put inside of you. And you will see and know that my way is not just the better way, but I am the better way. I am the father of truth. I am the father of lights. I am the father of hope, the father of your faith. And I am for you, not against you, says the Lord. For the father of lies stands against you, working to derail you. But I am working to make a way for you, even out of the mistakes that you that you step into, that you find yourself in, says the Lord. I will deliver you, because I am the father of deliverance. And I will plan for you a way out of no way. It's already done in my heart, says the Lord. So be settled in your heart even now that I am the father to follow. Jesus, come on, he's the father to follow. He's the father to follow. He's the father to follow. Which father are you following? Come on, I'm not picking on you. Sometimes we all follow the father of lies, don't we? It's when we believe that we can't do something God told us to do, we're listening to the wrong father. It's when we become afraid to step into God's will, we're listening to the wrong father. Do you hear me? Father, we repent. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Gabor, Jehovah Nisi. We repent for following the wrong father. We repent for listening to the voice of the wrong father. We repent for allowing the wrong father to influence our lives, for receiving wisdom from the wrong father. Come on. We repent, God, forgive us for those weak moments when we were exasperated and overwhelmed, when we didn't know where to turn, and a still small voice came, and we actually thought it was you because we don't know you well enough. We haven't sat in your council long enough to know the difference between your voice and the voice of the false father, and so we made a mistake. Our carnal desires agreed with the father of lies. Our unrenewed mind agreed with the father of lies and we made certain decisions, sometimes even thinking that it was you. We really thought it was you, like we really thought it was you. Father, Heavenly Father, we're so grateful that you're so good that when we sincerely think that we listen to you, when we sincerely sought your will, when we sincerely pressed into your heart and we even got deceived by another voice, you're so good that you'll work it out for our good. <laughs> You ever wondered why God works all things together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose? You ever wonder why he does that? Why he works it out for good? You can make the biggest mistake of your life and he promises that if you love him and you pursue his purpose, you're really interested in doing his will. You want to follow his plan. You really do in your heart. You messed up. You made a mistake. You sinned. Whatever. You ever wonder why he does that? He has no obligation to clean up our messes. 
Why does he work it out for good? Why? Why would he do that? I mean, why would it, is it, it, it we, we mess up over and over and over again, and, and he continually cleans up our messes as long as we really want his will. That's the prerequisite. We love him, we're called according to his purpose, we're people of prayer, we're seeking God. And he's and so, why, why? I'll tell you why. He works all things together for the good of us because he is good. <laughs> that's why. Because he's good and he can't do anything that's not good. Everything he does is good always. There's no action, nothing he says, nothing he does, nothing he thinks that is not good because that is who he is. He's a good, good father. He is love, and he loves us so much. He's not mad at us because we listen to the wrong father. He's not mad at us because we listen to the wrong one. He just wants us to, to retune our ears, to recalibrate our ears to his heart. So, Father, would you help us to do that today? Lord, where we've listened to the wrong father, where, we, where we've listened to fear, where we've listened to rejection, where we've listened to uh, intimidating spirits, where we've listened to voices of, of addiction, where we've listened to all these other spirits, we, we've listened to the wrong father. Would you make it apparent to us if we are deceived even now by the voice of the wrong father? Would you make it apparent to us, God, would you make it clear to us, God, the areas of our life where we have submitted to the wrong father, where we follow the leading of the wrong father, where we listen to the voice of the wrong father? Would you make it so plain, so clear, so that we can walk out of that deception and into the perfect plan of God for our lives, of our heavenly father? God, we thank you. We praise you today because you gave us a key. What a glorious key. I've never thought of it before. It was a revelation. This wasn't a plan of prayer. Which father are you listening to? Remember the show, Father Knows Best? Our Heavenly Father knows best. So we submit to you as our Heavenly Father. We submit to you even when it doesn't feel good. We submit to you even when we don't understand. We are not only tempted to find a way of escape through the Father of lies who wants us to take shortcuts. The father of lies who wants us to, to get ahead of you. The father of lies that wants us to, to stop short of the glory of God, the purpose, the plan, the will of God. No longer will we submit to the wrong father, but we surrender to you, our heavenly father. You're not called heavenly for no reason. It's not just because you sit in heaven only. It's not only because you just sit in heaven. It's because you are really heavenly. You are perfected. You are wonderful. You're the wonderful counselor. You are the good shepherd, God. You are our everything. We submit ourselves to you and you alone, and we wait upon you and you alone, and we will follow you and you alone, and the voice of another, we will not follow. We'll run from it. We'll bind it. We'll break the powers of it over our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are our Father. Listen, I found a key in scripture. Now, I've been studying riches for the last few weeks on and off. Riches, the concept in the Bible of riches. And I think I prayed through one of the revelations I received a few weeks ago. Riches. I found a scripture. Listen, I found a scripture. Now, riches isn't only money, but riches includes money. You hear me? Riches isn't only money, but riches includes money. You got that? Riches isn't only money, but riches includes money. Riches can be riches in health, riches in glory, 
which is in relationship. But I found a scripture, and you'll have to do your part, but if you do your part, this is the a key to supernatural access to riches. You ready? Proverbs 22, verse 4. Proverbs 22, verse 4. Listen, Proverbs 22, verse 4. The reward, somebody say reward. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. What's that? The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is threefold. The reward when you walk in humility and when you walk in the fear of the Lord is threefold. It's riches and honor and life. And this kind of life is the God kind of life. The reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Are you following me? Are you getting this? Because I want to pray through it. Now you're going to have to decide to walk in humility. You want this reward? You want riches? Not just money. Not just money. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. Some translations say wealth and honor and life. I'm waiting for you to get it. I'm waiting for you to get it. There's a reward. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Passion translation says, lay, listen, listen, laying your life down in tender surrender before the Lord will bring life, prosperity, and honor as your reward. So now let's pray this through. And God knows we're not going to get all this perfectly, but we can set our hearts to walk in humility. Did you know that? You can set your mind to walk in humility to the point. Listen to me now. You can set your mind to walk in humility to the point that when somebody dishonors you, acts untoward towards you, you can react with humility instead of pride, instead of hurt, instead of anger. You can set your mind and pray and ask the Lord for the grace of humility so that when all this junk happens, you will respond in humility as a knee-jerk reaction rather than responding in anger or fear or whatever other emotion rises up in your flesh. You can choose to set your mind, I am going to be humble, God, give me the grace of humility. You can choose to walk in the fear of the Lord. And as a byproduct of this, riches and honor in life. So Father, in the name of Jesus... Father, in the name of Yeshua, Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we're asking you even now to give us the grace of humility. God, in our flesh, there's no good thing. In our flesh, our flesh is, is haughty, it's prideful. It wants what it wants. It won't submit. Your word says our flesh wars against the spirit, and the spirit wars against the flesh. And so we know that in our own nature, in our own Flesh, there's nothing good. We've got to crucify it. We've got to die daily, like Paul said. And we're committed to that. But we need your help even to do that because apart from you, we can't do anything. But we're asking God for you to help us to set our minds towards humility. Give us the grace of humility so that when things happen to us, we don't respond in pride that 
when promotions come, we don't respond in pride because you're the one who gave the promotion, even though we worked hard, even though we put our hand to the plow. Promotion, all promotion comes from God, all of it. Help us to remember that in the moment of our promotion, not to get haughty, not to get prideful, not to think somehow more highly of ourselves than we ought, to think that we're more better than somebody else, but to realize that you gave us the promotion and to stay humble. I see that, Lord. The Lord is showing me how some people forget how they got where they are, and that's how they lose what they have. Come on, somebody write that down. I don't even know if I can say that again. The Lord showed me some people forget how they got where they are, so they end up losing that which they have. We forget how we got there. We forget that it was God who promoted us. We lose our humility. We lose our thanksgiving, our gratitude. What happens? Sometimes God demotes us. Sometimes God takes away what he gave us because that's what Job said when he he gives and takes away. He's not trying to steal, kill, and destroy. He's trying to grow us up. So, Father, give us that grace of humility. And help us to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Help us to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Because we do. I mean, why wouldn't we want riches and honor in life? Now, our motive, God, our motive is always to glorify you. Catch this now. Your motive can't just be, I want riches and honor in life. Of course you want riches and honor in life. Who wouldn't? God says it's available, so it's not wrong to want it. Do you hear me? God says it's available. God says that you can have these rewards. They're available to you. So it's not wrong to want them. What's wrong is when we forget the gift giver and we use the riches and honor and, and reward and, and life for our own purposes instead of his purpose. So, Lord, help us to surrender to your purpose. As we seek to walk in humility, as we seek to walk in the fear of the Lord, as we seek to walk in your will, help us to be so fully surrendered that we are worthy of the wealth, the riches, the honor, the life that you have for us, that we steward it well, that we're not a people who get something from you and forget the giver, forget to give glory to the giver, forget to give thanks to the giver, like the nine lepers who just were healed along the way and never came back to say thank you to Jesus. We don't want to be people who just see you as a means to an end. And there are many Christians And many believers who really do see God as a means to an end. It's all about their prosperity and their growth, their promotion without thinking of anybody else. And we don't want to be selfish because I believe selfishness disqualifies us from a lot of the rewards that God wants to give us. And humility is not selfish. Humility honors others and seeks their preferences. So, Father, help us today to position ourselves to receive riches and honor and life so that we can glorify your name. Help us with this. Because we know that our prosperity, our health, our promotion, our influence, when we're submitted to you, we know that our uprising brings you glory and edifies the church and builds the kingdom. We know that that's the outcome that you're after. We're here for a purpose. It's to know you and make you known. So help us, Lord, grow us up. Show us what we need to let go of and what we need to pick up so that we can position ourselves, not just to enjoy our life. We'll enjoy our life. We have riches and honor and glory. We'll enjoy our life a lot better than we're enjoying it now, but our enjoyment is not the end game. 
It's the beginning of our outpour and the overflow of a, of a life dedicated to God that influences other people to bring them into your kingdom. So we praise you. We honor you. We thank you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Amen. He's never, never not good. There's never one instant where God is not good or doesn't have your best interest at heart. There's never one moment in time that he doesn't have what's best for you in his mind. The plans and purposes of God, he's good. I'm starting a new series on Sunday called Navigating the Will of God. And I'm learning so much. I've never looked at some of these angles before. If you want to get in on that, you can go to schoolofthespirit.tv and take that course, Navigating the Will of God. There's lots of stuff over there for you. If you want to sow financially, jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the cash app. Cash app is dollar sign. I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can go to PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can also use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You want to send a card, a thank you card, a gift card, a birthday card, a holiday card, whatever time of year you listen to this. You want to send something that's a book, a physical item, a check, a money order, anything. You can do that. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Now, if you're wanting to send a prayer request, you can go to 247prayerroom.com where there are intercessors there 24-7. You can post it there. You can also pray for other people. Or you can send a prayer request to prayer at Jennifer LeClaire. I mean, let's do prayer at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Prayer at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. You have need a prayer request? God is good. Listen, guys, I really got to go. Go get signed up for that. If it's going to bless you, schoolofthespirit.tv slash dream wilder. And please pray for me as I pray for you. And remember, be yourself. God loves you just the way you are. God bless you. Have a good weekend. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.